1: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: This is the Wikipedia page for Badge of Shame, Part 1 of 2. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW.
1: And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe.
0: That's right, everybody. Subscribe so that you can wear your WikiListen badge of shame.
1: Well, subscribing is not a badge of shame. I think not subscribing is a badge of shame.
0: You know what? I agree with you. Badge of shame. A badge of shame, also a symbol of shame, a mark of shame, or a stigma, is typically a distinctive symbol required to be worn by a specific group or an individual for the purpose of public humiliation, ostracism, or persecution
1: the term is also used metaphorically especially in a pejorative sense to characterize something associated with a person or group as shameful
0: in england under the poor act 1697 paupers in receipt of parish relief were required to wear a badge of blue or red cloth on the shoulder of the right sleeve in an open and visible manner in order to discourage people from collecting relief unless they were desperate as while many would be willing to collect relief Few would be willing to do so if required to wear the shameful mark of the poor in public.
1: The yellow badge that Jews were required to wear in parts of Europe during the Middle Ages and later in Nazi Germany and German-occupied Europe was effectively a badge of shame, as well as identification. Other identifying marks may include making shamed people go barefoot,
0: The Biblical mark of Cain can be interpreted as synonymous with a badge of shame.
1: History Depilation Punitive depilation of men especially burning off pubic hair was intended as a mark of shame in ancient Mediterranean cultures where male body hair was valued. Women who committed adultery have also been forced to wear specific icons or marks or had their hair shorn as a badge of shame. Many women who fraternized with the occupiers in German-occupied Europe had their heads shaved by angry mobs of their peers after liberation by the Allies of World War II.
0: During World War II, the Nazis also used head shaving as a mark of shame to punish Germans like the youthful nonconformists known as the Edelweiss Pirates
1: head shaving is, seems to be just like a giant badge of shame thing like people just like no hair for you shame baldy
0: yeah it's weird
1: clothing In ancient Rome, both men and women originally wore the toga, but over time, matrons adopted the stola as the preferred form of dress, while prostitutes retained the toga. Later, under the Lex Julia, women convicted of prostitution were forced to wear a toga mulibris as the prostitute's badge of shame.
0: Starting in the 8th century, Jews and Christians living under the Abbasid Abbasid, caliphate were frequently compelled to wear distinctive markings on their clothes to signify their status as a follower of a demi-faith, which often varied between the eras of different rulers. Underneath Caliph Harun al-Rashid, the use of yellow belts or fringes on the clothing were used to signify demi-status, while during the rule of Caliph al-Mudawaki, patches in the shape of donkeys were worn by Jews and patches in the shape of pigs were worn by Christians. These symbols of identification held the primary function of marking individuals as belonging to the demi-minorities, which required them to pay a special tax. Thus, they had the effect of marking individuals as socially inferior to Muslims and could act as a target for persecution during periods of unrest.
1: That's no good at all. Not at all. At the beginning of the 13th century, Pope Innocent III, what, that's his name?
0: I've never heard of him before. Pope
1: Innocent Third. That sounds like a rap name. Prohibited Christians from causing Jews bodily harm, but supported their segregation in society. On at least one occasion, he likened this to the fate of Cain, as it is described in the book of Genesis, writing to the Count of Nevers. Quote, The Lord made Cain a wanderer, and a fugitive over the earth, but set a mark upon him, as wanderers must, the Jews, remain upon the earth until their countenance be filled with shame.
0: Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you reclaim your identity.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. There's still so much to learn about the badge of shame. So here we go.
0: After Innocent III later presided over the Fourth Council of the Lateran in 1215, the Council adopted Canon 68, requiring Jews and Muslims to dress distinctively to prevent interfaith relations.
1: This canon was largely ignored by the secular governments of Europe until 1269, when King Louis IX of France, later Saint Louis, was persuaded to decree that French Jews must wear round yellow badges on their breasts and backs.
0: After the Albigensian Crusade ended in 1229, the subsequent papal inquisition of Pope Gregory IX imposed the ecclesiastical penance of the Cather Yellow Cross as a badge of shame to be worn by the remaining repentant Cathars convicted of hearsay. That paragraph had a lot of words that I've never said out loud.
1: In colonial New England during the 17th and 18th century, courts required people who were convicted of sexual immorality to wear the letter A or the letters AD for adultery and then the letter I for incest on their clothing.
0: That's so funny. That's really, really funny. (laughs) Striped prison uniforms were commonly used in the 19th century as a way to instantly mark escaping convicts. Modern orange prison uniforms serve the same purpose, but with a highly visible bright color in order to make it difficult for escaping convicts to hide them. The use of stripes was adopted because simple one color uniforms could easily be dyed with another color. However, dyeing a striped uniform cannot hide the stripes. They were temporarily abolished in the United States early in the 20th century because their use as a badge of shame was considered undesirable because they were causing constant feelings of embarrassment and exasperation to the prisoners. They came back into use because the public's viewpoint changed. In many of today's jails and prisons in the United States, inmates are forced to wear striped prison uniforms. A prominent example of this practice exists in the Maricopa County Jail, which was under the administration of Joe Arpaio, There, black and white stripes are used. Another predominantly used color scheme consists of orange and white stripes. A person who wears this kind of clothing is distinctly marked, and as a result, they can unmistakably be identified as a prison inmate from a far distance, which allows citizens to instantly identify escapees and notify the authorities. Some facilities use hot pink uniforms for the same reasons better visibility as well as deterrence as male inmates generally find pink clothes emasculating (laughs) i thought tough men wear pink
1: i don't know where you heard that
0: that's that was a big thing in 2005
1: really where
0: uh in culture it spread so much to the fact that my brother wore i mean
1: i was there in 2005 I, i was in the culture
0: it was so much of a thing that my brother wore a pink shirt under his suit for his bar mitzvah. It was a whole thing. Every, all the boys were wearing pink.
1: Scandalous. Not really. Skin. Societies have marked people directly in the practice generally known as being branded a criminal. Criminals and slaves have been marked with tattoos... Sexual immorality in colonial New England was also punished by human branding with a hot iron by having the marks burned into the skin of the face or forehead for all to see.
0: The practice of human branding with visible marks on the face had been firmly established by King Edward VI of England. Under the 1547 Statute of vagabonds, which specified the burning of the letter S on the cheek or forehead of an escaped slave and the letter F for fraymaker on the cheek of a church brawler.
1: So if you were a slave or you got in a fight in church, you get branded on your face.
0: So church brawler literally means somebody who fights at a church?
1: I don't know. I just assumed that's what it was. Because if you put those words together, church and brawler... (laughs) That's what you get. Yeah, I guess so. James Naylor, an English Quaker convicted of blasphemy in 1656, was famously branded with a B on his forehead. The practice of human branding was abolished in England by 1829. It continued in the United States until at least 1864 during the American Civil War when the faces of some deserters from the Union Army were branded with the letter D, as a mark of shame that was intended to discourage others from deserting runaway slaves could be branded with an r for runaway which had the effect of ensuring he or she was watched closely and often prejudiced against by any subsequent owners and overseers
0: well we're gonna end it on that note for today's terrible
1: terrible sad note yeah yeah, slavery sucks. And the reading about slavery is often disheartening. But hard to go back in time and change that. I guess we should all just be better in the future. <laughs> let's do that.
0: Please, please, let's do that. This has been the Wikipedia page for Badge of Shame, part one of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at Wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your new and improved actions in the future.
1: If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?